Hello and welcome back to the Return of the Empire podcast. I am your host, Emil Fergosa, 49ers insider for Sacktown Sports, joined as always by my co-host, Nate Littlefield. And Nate, there are two things to celebrate going into 2024 for the San Francisco 49ers. One, a win against the Washington Commanders on the road in Week 17. That was nice. And two... The Arizona Cardinals, of all teams, defeating the Philadelphia Eagles. Why would that be important, Nate? Uh, Because the Niners got the number one seed right after they uh, played their game. They played their game against Washington, so it was cool to see all the uh, players in there kind of watching. Uh, I know that that got a little controversial, too. There were some tweets sent out by some reporters. Um, God, I (laughs) I've you know not doing my part as a journalism journalist here even yeah, though I'm know, not journalists and quotes for yeah, all of yeah. us right I'm a fan I'm yeah. a fan I'm not a journalist but um yeah seeing my guys the Niners watch the Cardinals win and yeah. give shout outs to Kyler and stuff was funny watching on people's phones I was I was stoked to just it was nice it was, I didn't expect the Cardinals to beat the Eagles it's yeah. it's kind of a, a three for one situation here because. Obviously, Niners win. Fantastic. Yes. They had to do that to get it done. Um, the Cardinals win, therefore giving the Niners the one seed. But yes. it's not just who the Cardinals or the Cardinals winning. It's giving the Niners the one seed. It's that they beat the Eagles too. The Eagles are limping into the playoffs on the road. On the road in Philadelphia, last second. Did the Niners break Philly? Potentially, Philly has not looked the same since since uh, that was their first loss outside of that Jets loss. So, and I know a lot of people were saying, "Oh, they didn't, you know, look too good." Anyways, uh, going into that Niners game, they weren't playing mm-hmm. at their full potential, but mm-hmm. maybe they were, and their full potential just wasn't what everyone thought. They have probably some of the worst linebacking core in the NFL right now. They've been banged up all year, and they even signed uh, Shaq Leonard to try and fix that, and he has just not been the same player. Unfortunately, due to injury, has not come back the same, and. The Philadelphia Eagles are reeling both on offense and defense, and there's a lot of rift between the Eagles players. You hear seeing the reports coming out of Philadelphia. It's done all around A.J. Brown and Jalen He's always pissed, though, dude. He's always upset about something. Yeah. No, he he is. And I I don't know kind of what it is, and there's reports of Devontae Smith, I believe, left left that game in crutches as well with a walking boot. They they are super banged up. This Eagles team is not feeling right. And frankly, we're going to get into it in a second, but if you're the Niners, wouldn't you want to see the the number five seed Eagles first, second round of the playoffs, this reeling Eagles team that really isn't the same? Yeah. I mean, yes. Um, I want to see that because I know the Niners can beat them I mean, essentially, they were pretty much at full health when the Niners played them, right? There was a, yeah. a couple dings here and there. I think Jalen Hurts uh, was a little banged up. Um, Has been most of the season. But I'm not – I guess I'm not worried about them. And I'm really not worried about Dallas. We were talking yeah. on uh, – I produced a midday show today, Styles and Watkins, and talking about who, who you're scared of in the playoffs. Um, weren't necessarily talking about as a Niners fan, but – I guess, I mean, if I had to pick out of the, the quote-unquote big three from Dallas, Philly, and Detroit, it's Detroit because I haven't seen the Niners crush them yet. Yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to. The Niners have kind of played everybody that kind of means something right now. You look at Dallas, you look at Philadelphia, you look at the Rams, mm. look at Tampa. I mean, they all have convincing wins over them this season. The one team they don't is the Detroit Lions. And even then... They're the Lions. They do a lot of unlucky things. Look at what just happened in that Dallas game. Yeah. Unluckiness of that referee controversy. So if you're the Niners, you're, you're feeling really strong right now. And frankly, going to the playoffs, the one team I don't really want to see, and they're going to play them this week, is the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of uh, – we are kind of like this last year with Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like 
okay, you know, we beat them twice this year, but they know us. Playoffs are different. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't that different. No. First half is about the same. The way this team operates is uh, keep it close in the first half and put your foot on their throat in the second half. I think the perfect example of that would be um, maybe not the perfect example. Good example would be week one against the Steelers yeah. where it was uh, 14-7 at the half, I believe. Mm-hmm. Niners come out immediately. Christian McCaffrey, bomb, touchdown. Yep. No more points scored the rest of the game. So – this team, uh, or for for the Steelers, yeah. excuse me, Niners ended up winning that game thirty to uh, thirty. I think it was like thirty five to seven. Yeah, thirty five to seven. Score. So um, I think it was thirty seven. Wasn't well, that thirty? It was thirty seven. You were correct. Yeah, thirty seven. Yeah, sorry. So um, a little extra five there. Yeah, that second half. I mean, and then week two against the Rams. Speaking of, yep. Uh, they really didn't kick it into gear until the second quarter. Specifically, 30, the defense. Thirty twenty three was the final score. There was that backdoor cover as well. By, yeah, they by did that stupid little field, field goal. goal. Yeah, someone was covering the spread somewhere. So yeah, that was that was a little sus. Little I'll sus say, there. yeah. Um, but you got like going in the Rams this week. We're really I don't think there's too much to talk about that game, right? No. Like we don't. We're going a little off topic because we're not live this week. If you can't tell, no. we're not live this week. Uh, too many Kings games. We got Davis games. You know, yeah. me and Emil are very very busy here as right it, now. It's the it craziest time of year. Yep. So we're sneaking this in. Uh, in, in studio while shortened the, version of going, it, it kind of actually worked out because this week, especially with it being kind of a nothing week going to week 18 for both yeah. Niners and Rams is like, we can just sneak a little 30 minute pod in here. That's what we're doing. But, we, but before we go into the week 18 preview, I got to shout out our guy, Brock Purdy. Breaking, that is our guy, our guy, Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. our guy. I, I'm a Brock Purdy guy. I've always admitted this. Nate, you're obviously a Niners fan. Love Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy in this game, while he didn't have, Crazy statistics. He did bounce back very well, 22 for 28, 230 passing, uh, two touchdowns on the day, a 124 passer rating. Brock Purdy, with his final throws of the game, broke the Niners franchise record, single-season record, for passing yards set by Jeff Garcia in 01. Now at 4,280, Brock Purdy is now the sole holder of that record, which speaks volumes for just how he's progressed this season and just kind of who he is as a, as a quarterback, really one of the leaders of this franchise. He's the man, dude. He's, he's, I mean, he's the best quarterback since Steve Young. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think those stats, I mean, they're misleading a bit too because the league has changed so much. Yes. Uh, the league has been, uh, well, first of all, sorry, sidetracked here. This isn't a live show, so we can do whatever we want. I'm looking at a hole in Tyreek Hill, or Tyreek Hill's building, right? Did you see that today? His yeah, house caught no, on fire? Yeah, uh, Praying for Tyreek Hill and his family. Thankfully, everyone was safe and fine, but it's unfortunate yeah, to see that. Just wild. That just threw me off. Uh, it's different not doing the live show, huh? It really is. You could it? just be chill. You could just, you be, just really be like, chill. oh, Tyreek Hill's house on fire. Yeah. It's not breaking news. Well, that's not, you know, chill. It's, it's a, not very a, chill. It's actually really hot. It's really hot. Yes. It's <laughs> We're just but anyways. very happy Tyreek Hill is okay. His family <laughs> is okay. Um, hopefully, they're able to get back to their regular lives very soon with, with their home. Hopefully, they have another yeah. home as well in in Florida uh, they can reside at as well. Of course, they do. They, they got money. They, they have to, yeah. Rose got money. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Purdy. Purdy. Uh, those, sta- those stats are a little different. The NFL is so much more pro passing now. Yes. So it's great to have a pro passing quarterback for the first time since Jeff Garcia, mm-hmm. a guy who slings the ball out because none of the other guys. would say Colin Kaepernick no. can sling it. You wouldn't no, say no, I wouldn't. Say I wouldn't say that at all. And if you want to argue with me, sure. But I don't think Kaepernick was like an accurate guy. He didn't move the ball downfield. 
Um, he could throw that were, thing. He could throw he, he too hard sometimes. Yes. And it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, that's a different argument. That's something that I, I, I think pretty much every 49ers fan, non-49ers fan yeah. would agree. Brock Purdy's the best quarterback since Steve Young. Yes. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of Jeff, unfortunately. Had, had a little Steve Young kind of throwback in that in the Washington the game with the with the IU touchdown. Yeah, the, the, the point. Uh, where he pointed him. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was fantastic. I mean, that's not – no one should be shocked by that at this point. No. Right? It's That's par for the course. There's a reason he's a captain for this franchise at, at the age of now 24 years old, 23 turning 24 most recently. This guy is day, a yeah. what? The other day. Yeah, the other day, yeah. He is a gamer. He is a leader of this locker room. He humbly goes about his work, always even keeled, even giving the locker room speech post game when Kyle was giving him his flowers, talking about no, this is a testament to you guys. Seriously, I wouldn't be where I am today without this locker room, without this team. I'm so grateful to be on this team. You guys right. are the reason I'm here. And he, and he's right, absolutely. But to hear your franchise leader, your quarterback, especially for a guy who's 24 and has really overcome so much already. To hear him stay so humble is just such a refreshing thing. And you could see after he, he broke down the huddle, Trent Williams saying how proud of he is of him. And they really believe in this guy. They really believe that this young kid from Arizona can can be the quarterback. And frankly, I do too. He's been fantastic for them. Yeah, I, I'm getting chills thinking about the potential of winning Super Bowl. It's something <laughs> I've wanted to see for so long. It's like, it makes me sick when they don't do it. I remember oh, yeah. when they lost in 19. Yeah. I literally like felt. I'm not joking. Like this Ill. is, yeah. I like you make fun of me, whatever. Like I felt sick. I went and uh, me and my girlfriend weren't living together at the time. I went and stayed at her house after and just laid in the dark, like just like trying wow. to go to bed at like nine p.m. Just like, yeah, dude. I felt like I did something wrong, but there's nothing I can do. <laughs> like oh, you know, man. there's nothing I can do. No, so. you just you feel hurt. You're just hurt yeah. and violated. So and- yeah. It, it, so I, I really I can't wait to see them do it. I really hope they do it. They're primed. Things are things are lining up perfectly for them. Things are hitting the the loss to Baltimore. Um, I mean I'm 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 a fence sitter guy a lot. So I, <laughs> I but I'm gonna come in with the how I actually feel, which probably a lot of people would disagree that um, aren't Niners fans. Maybe some Niners fans would, but sure. I definitely think the Niners can beat Baltimore. Should beat Baltimore. Should should or can? Should. Wow, okay. Because, Explain. okay, so now they've lost to him, right? Yes. Rock had his four interceptions, all that. I don't think Baltimore is a better team. I think they beat us that day. Mm-hmm. I don't think the interceptions were flukes. Um, I think that's Baltimore, right place, right time, making the play, yeah. especially with tips, right? Yes. Tips are insane. Mm-hmm. Rock's had tips all year that weren't interception. Mm-hmm. Intercepted, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, the one interception that was 100% his fault, and I'm sure he learned from or has, uh, you know, addressed the issue. Or, you know, I trust him to to grow from was the first one in the red zone, and that's a devastating, devastating pick. They figured out how to beat him. I definitely think if you're just going full force in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and you have all these guys, they're gonna they're gonna kill the Ravens. They're gonna kill anyone. I think I think they're, it, that, they're that good. I think they will. You know, yeah. and I've been proven wrong a bunch before. But this team is full of killers. They're full of not just killers. They're elite players. Yes. At every position, basically. And, and that's not yeah. news. The only concern is the O-line. But if you have these two and a half weeks, essentially, yeah. to get healthy, mm-hmm. no way in hell Trent Williams is playing this week. There's no way. I don't think he might play a He's the one guy I'll guarantee he's not going to play. Look, right? And I'll be wrong about... Look, I'll be honest with you right now. We'll get into it in a second, but... 
if Jalen Moore, who hasn't did not practice today, can't go, they might have to play Trent Williams at least for a little bit. No, you're gonna sign someone. There, dude, he can't play. He can't play, especially <laughs> if he's been hurt a little bit. I, I get it. Like you can't let him I play. Get- if you sat him at the end of that Baltimore game mm-hmm. where he was quote unquote fine because he played the next week, no way he's playing this week. Look, I get it, but Kyle has come out and said the only guy I know for sure that is not playing is Brock Purdy. That's it. Um, and, yeah. and a lot of the starters. Well, and, both, and CMC and CMC. But the, he's hurt. That's the, uh, of the quote healthy unquote guys. hurt. He's. I keep looking at the camera like we're live. Well, but yeah, <laughs> we'll like given side. We'll get eyes. to it in a second. But just wrapping up week seventeen. I mean, just it's just a statement win for the Niners on a short week, coming off of a horrible loss on Christmas to go into Washington, a team that was definitely playing for something. Apparently, um, Kyle knew them very well. Chase Young's homecoming. You go in there and win twenty seven ten after a really kind of treacherous first half it was very back and forth of like all right they're back in this game yeah but to shut them out in the second half was a very testament to them and i talked about this so much when we went live last week i went on a whole rant about this run the dang football yeah what do they do run the dang football they had i'm just doing the math in my head i'm looking at i believe 35 carries on the ground yeah yeah balanced offense 38 minutes of possession to washington's 21 that's how the Niners' success happens control the clock Play your game and don't do stupid things. Oh, we're talking time of possession, my favorite stat. Yes. 38 to 21 is, is wild. Um, it's funny. I, I didn't even look. I, I was just thinking about the Baltimore time of possession. I guess that's, that game's a little stuck in my head. And it was it was closer, but Baltimore did win the time it should Yeah, by three minutes. But it should have been. A lot of that was garbage time. Garbage time. Essentially. Yes. I mean, they were trying to make the comeback, but. It was it was three scores. It, it should was, have been more like an eight-minute differential, in my opinion. And, and, and here's the thing. The Niners had a possession that was literally half of the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important for this Niners team. Always to, has to, been. To control the clock. Run the football to set the pass. Run the football, pass it. Play action, run. Complimentary, balanced football. That's yeah. how this team is successful. That's my that's my soapbox for the week. All right. Well, I got some more soapboxes, so get ready for this. I love I love it. Um, well, first of all, I just saw this as we're uh, doing a little sports research as we do the show. Go ahead. Um, do you know the only other Mr. Rebe- Mr. Irrelevant, and it says to play in and win the Super Bowl. I'm assuming. The oh, only I know one this answer. In. I just yeah, saw who it. is it? It's Ryan Sacco, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah. kicker for uh, Tampa. I don't know if he's a kicker still. Yeah, well, he was yes. at the time. So it's pretty interesting. I think Brock is the next one. I, but it's potential. I wouldn't, you know, count your horses too early. You know, count your chickens or whatever the chicken, same. Yeah, chicken. not horses. I don't think horses. I, it's it's the chicken. Don't count your horses. Don't well, count don't, your- I mean. Keep an eye on those horses. Count all your animals. Anyway, I would be remiss to say the Niners are just going to cakewalk, but they are two wins away from being in Super Bowl. That's the reality right now. For sure. Is it the two wins away? And if you look at the rest of the NFC with the Lions, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the, the, like, they're all teams that the Niners have beaten. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they're, I mean, they are. Playoffs are different. Like I say, divisional is different. It, it's different. But the same. <laughs> and, and, think, and think about this. The Niners, the rest of the season, regardless if it goes Super Bowl, they exit week one of, of, of their playoffs, stay on the West Coast the entire time. They don't have to travel, no time change, no nothing. They're either in San Francisco or Vegas. Or, or Vegas. Yeah. There's nothing else. Which or hopefully is a will be. Huge win for this franchise to have essentially three weeks to get ready for a massive playoff game, regardless of who they're playing. And we're going to get into who they're playing, at least for week 18, because they could see them in the postseason a they few could. weeks later. Yeah, because the Rams apparently don't care about their six or seven seeding. Which no, they is don't. Fine, right? So, 
They're either playing. Oh, first, first of all, who yeah. do you think wins the NFC South? You have basically everyone except the Panthers. Tampa Buccaneers. You, you They're got playing Tampa. the Carolina Panthers this week. If yeah, and if, if they win, if then. they lose this game, it is yeah. a absolute disaster <laughs> for this franchise. Is uh is um um, jeez Baker? No. Um, their pick, their number one guy playing. Uh, Bryce. Yeah, Bryce. Yes, he is. I kept wanting to say Brees Hall for some reason. You no, know, Bryce Young. Insane. Yeah, Bryce Young. Bryce Young is playing. He's starting. They're they're just trial yeah. by by combat. Yeah. What what do the Panthers have to really play for? I don't know. Pride. Gotta play for their well, their coach, their their owner doesn't have any pride if he's pouring drinks. They don't on have people. a co- they don't have a coach. Yeah, Frank Wright yeah. got fired mid season. I know they're starting backups. Well, I was talking about the owner who poured on drinks on the fans. Te- they don't like Tepper anyway. Yeah, Tepper. It's really funny. Dan Schneider leaves and Tepper comes in, and he's literally the worst owner now in the NFL within like instantly. Yeah, he yeah. is the worst owner. Which way to go, dude? <laughs> Congrats. We're twenty million dollars. This guy, David Tepper. And he gets fined three hundred thousand dollars. You know what that's equivalent to? Yeah, a dollar seventy-seven yeah. for an average that's, American. That's been popping that's around. Literally a tax write-off for this guy. Not even. And that's, not even. That's uh, that's less than a bottle of water for me and you. No. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah, he splashed some water and people on some fans. That's horrible. Just a really, really bad look for for anybody, regardless if you own a franchise. But to fine him three hundred thousand and be like, oh, it's a slap on the wrist. Should have been more. Yeah. Should have more because you can't. You're a grown adult representing a franchise. You can't be splashing drinks on people. Who yeah. are you? You're not Mark Davis. So we're we're jumping all over the place here, but yeah. we've pretty much got the recap out of the way. Um, preview short shorter show today. Yes. Um, preview. So today, as I say today for the thousandth time Wednesday, in two, two sentences, third of January. Of that's one of my. Least favorite. That is a major um, pet peeve I have. What is saying the same word multiple times in a short amount of time? As I did it just there, but wow. that was a joke. Look at you. That was a bit I look, was doing. Look at you. You you know what I mean though. Yes. Like when you have a poor vocabulary and you keep using the same word, like, but like, when you do it live, like, yeah, like and are a little bit different, but using whatever. I have there, talked to people who have used silly. like in a sentence. In every single sentence. Yeah. Like, you know how I went to this store and then like he went here and like he went there. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh, can you it's you, like, use another adjective or something, please? Or another verb? It's very frustrating. I swear. Regardless, um, this week 18 doesn't matter for the 49ers. It's like a paper. preseason game. It's like a preseason game. <laughs> and with Sam Darnold being out there, it's going to... And Carson Wentz. Yeah. Real, real showdown week real, 18. I'm trying to make a little Photoshop edit of it. Um, here's what I have so far. Here's a preview. It'll probably oh, it, go up on Instagram Nate eventually. Show. Wow, this is it's excellent. just a start. It's just a start. I, I so, love this. Start. I only had a few minutes to get for, going, but for, for I'm the trying people to preview at home, the battle. Yeah. For the people at home, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it's just right a, you know, it's early on. But. It's early on, but it's it's going to be a work of art. Well, look, the Niners arresting people. Oh well, I wanted to break down what happened today. The date being Wednesday, the third of January. Yes, break it down, Nate. So it comes out that the only person uh, that the Rams are resting Stafford, right? Yes. That comes out this morning. Yes. Within an hour, mm-hmm. Shanahan goes, "Okay, Brock's resting." Yeah. So it seems like he was playing with with McVeigh, right? They were they're playing like touch they, and go. They had like, a phone call, probably. You think those guys are close friends? I don't think they had a phone call. You only did a phone call? This is business. This is a no. I I get it, but like they're both kind of mailing it in because they they know what's coming. I think Shanahan was waiting, or one of them was waiting for the other one to make a move, so then they could make their move, right? So then Brock sits post uh, finding out Wentz is starting, Mm -hmm. and then after that, it comes out within the last hour. 
that the Rams are resting all their guys, but Kyron, Cup, uh, Donald, That's Nakua. My my laptop. Nakua, just died, Nakua so. I think is playing. Puka. Okay. So here's why though. Puka Nakua, I believe, is a few catches and like 29 yards away from breaking the receptions and yards record for a rookie wideout. That is also something to pay attention to this week. Mm-hmm. This is something we looked up with Debo's contract yes. today because let me know. I don't know this. Incentives are wild. Yes, they are. So we looked up like. DeAndre Hopkins, I think he needs seven more catches and like 70-something yards to get whatever number, 350000 to half a million dollars in incentives, right? Yes. So, <laughs> 1-800-GAMBLER, bet the overs on DeAndre Hopkins this week. Yes. If catches are like five and a half, they're going to feed him, they're going to get him paid. On DeAndre Hopkins? It, let's say it's at five and a half. I don't know whatever you're looking at. But he needs like seven catches. To make his incentives plus whatever the eighty yards. Yes. So if the you know the line set below those, take the over. So what's Debo's? Does Debo have for a- Debo the only incentive he would have to play mm-hmm. is basically nothing. So when he signed his contract, yes, there were eight hundred thousand dollars worth of incentives. Mm-hmm. He's already got one hundred fifty thousand dollars because in this time frame from when he signed the contract to when it ends in twenty five, yes. I believe. Correct. Um, he could, if he had three rushing touchdowns, he gets $150,000. Nice. Did that in the first year. Yeah. Right. Did that in 22. And then the other incentive is for the rest, 650,000 is if he hits 350 rushing yards, Mm. no point playing him this game. He's not going to get, I don't know what he's at since then, but even if it's one yard, yeah, dude's not playing. Dude's not playing. He's going to rush in the playoffs. Doesn't matter how close he is to that incentive. He is not playing this game. I could see him playing a quarter or two. I don't see. I don't see our, the the main guys playing really. Uh, they they, they want to have a little bit of, a bit of groove momentum going into the in, into the rest. Okay. They don't want to rest for three weeks. They made it really clear this week that like Kyle was like it's a little too long to rest for like three weeks. I agree. Um, I will. You know, that's a, that's a fair point. So I'm going to go back to sitting on the fence. There's two sides to this argument. There's two I sides to this argument. There's that 15-1 Packers team from the early 20, not the aughts, yeah. the early 10s, I guess. Yeah. I forget exactly what year it was. I don't think it was 11. I think it might have been 13 or something. The Packers went 15-1 with Aaron Rodgers. I think it was an MVP year for him. They got bounced in the divisional. They got their bye week. They got bounced. Right away. They were too rested, right? Yeah. Everyone thought they were poised to make a Super Bowl run. They thought they were going to be the best team. They got bounced right away, and I think it was by the dumb Seahawks. Yeah. I could be wrong with that. My laptop has died. so This is a fun one for me. Yeah. Nate. What? Just not having a laptop, so Nate's going off the cuff. Yeah, so I'm going off the cuff. But regardless, this happened. doesn't matter the time frame. doesn't really matter against who. But, but then you look at last year, right? You look at the Eagles. They essentially had three weeks of rest, right? They played their backup in week 18. Yes. Uh, Keep in mind now, too, this is the elongated season with the extra year or the extra week. So you have that extra week of playing. So, you you know, whatever. But the Packers that year, they rested. um, Aaron Rodgers played Matt Flynn. They got Matt Flynn paid in the next... uh, uh, the next season, I believe. You know, I think this yeah. was 11. I think this was 2011. I think you're correct. I think they got bounced by the Giants, actually, because then the Giants played the Niners. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You so I'm correct. pretty sure. So they got Matt Flynn paid by the Seahawks. He never played with the Seahawks. I remember that very vividly. Whatever. Um, former Raider, Matt Flynn. Who cares? Yeah, former Raider. Now uh, you have the Eagles last year. Yes. They essentially had that 
two and a half, three weeks of rest, right? Mm-hmm. Rest the um, week 18, and then they go have that first-round bye because there's only one team with mm-hmm. a first-round bye, and then they make their Super Bowl run, right? Yes. Play the Niners. They kind of got four weeks of bye because the Niners, really, they didn't. Yeah, I know. They played them for a quarter, Yeah, <laughs> you I know? That, yeah. Uh, I'm more comfortable saying that now after the, the Niners crushed them in the regular season, kind of seeing maybe that would play out a little differently now. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. It always is. So they make the Super Bowl, lose, you know, yeah. one score game essentially with the with the Chiefs. Uh, so I I'm on the fence about resting guys. I, I immediately when they got the first round pick, my worry was that they were going to be overrested from that Packers team. That's that's what jumped in my head right away. It was like okay, oh, being overrested. It's like all right, Eagles did it last year. You know, these guys need rest. There are injuries everywhere. I think about Eric Armstead. Yes. Niners had a hard time with the run against Washington. Yes, they did. I attribute that to Eric Armstead not He's being He's their there. best run defender. Yeah. That's why they signed Sebastian Joseph Day. Yeah. Because they need some help on the interior against the run. Mm-hmm. So, I want everyone to get healthy. A, a point was brought up to us in our Instagram lives about, uh, like, a team like Georgia took a month off, come back, play great. Mm-hmm. Michigan... Comes back, plays pretty well. You know those 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 college teams. College is different, different different lifestyle, different yeah. everything pretty much. But these guys are pros. Um, I think they get the rest. They come back like they came out hot against the Steelers after the whole, having the whole season off. Yeah, no. so I guess I shouldn't they, have a reason. They were they were angry. They came out of the first week on fire. I dude. think they'll come out on fire in the playoffs. I think they all know it's time. So I keep cutting you off. No, you're good. Anyway, just going back to going back to rest and stuff. Shannon said you want to rest a good player. Go watch what happens to all the other role players. You want to like this is kind of an experiment week for them, of like, hey, where's Sam at? Where's Ronnie Bell at in a feature role? Where's the rookie linebackers Jalen Graham and D Winners? Where are they at in their development? I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see Oren Burks too. Like it's a more serious run. I'm very happy for Oren. I want Kinlaw. To kind of make a statement, if he can, mm-hmm. uh, I know it's probably going to be hard. I think we're going to see like Randy Gregory probably play a lot. He's good, just because, as he should, just because. And Cleveland Furl, yeah. I might get my six sacks. Yeah, no, I won't. I it's won't. not going to get there, happening. but but it was, well, he's still got one and a half. It was right? it was a nice it was a nice shout. We'll yeah. recap those next week. We will recap those next week we when we're live again. Yeah. Um. But look, this Niners team, it's an experiment for them. It's a rest week for them. It's a needed one for them. And even Chris McCaffrey came out today and said that he, if he had to, would be able to play in Week 18 against the Rams. It's a minor calf strain. It's more wear and tear. It's about preparing yourself for the postseason. And now he has three weeks to get fully healthy. He was going to come back during Washington. He wanted to play. They were taping him up heavy, and I'm like, dude, what yeah. are we doing? Elijah Mitchell's playing great. Chris McCaffrey is literally a robot. He Nothing's happening. Yeah, play. dude. I'm I'm He's so crazy. happy with the backup running backs. I know they're good. I know for a fact and they're Jordan, good. Jordan Mason didn't even get a freaking snap, it felt like, either. No. And he's been solid on special teams from what I understand. He should be the, the kick returner. Oh, yeah. I guess he's just slower, probably. Than no, Ronnie but Bell. he at least can handle the rock and knows where to go I with know. the ball. That's and... an issue with Ronnie Bell. He's I mean, two him. carries for Jordan Mason against the Commanders. Why is he not getting more carries? I, I mean, why isn't Elijah Mitchell getting him? Well, you have to start there. Unfortunately, Elijah is the injury thing. And again, today he was, I believe, a DNP. Yeah, but even today. the games where he's not a DNP, he's not getting the touches. This is just the CMC uses conversation, which I'll put a That's stick in it right now. Yeah. We're done with that conversation. It's playoffs. Yeah. Run him into the ground. Round. Like, <laughs> yep. 
And he's everyone's down for that. Yes. Everyone's down for that. Make him the superstar he is. Yes. Use him as the superstar he is. Yes. It's Super Bowl time. Yes. I'm looking at the picture of him right now we have in here. I'm making eye contact with him. It's Super Bowl <laughs> he's time. He's trying to like, Dude, speak into existence. That rant, the first game he started as a Niner where he threw, pass, and received the triple crown. Yeah. He's going to do that again. <laughs> he's going to do that I again in the this. Super Bowl. This is great. Dude, in the Super Bowl, they're going to run the triple crown. When they get there, you run this guy. When they you make, get there. He will kill the, the defense. This. I'm so ready to see CMC on fire in the playoffs. Make a deep <laughs> run. I think he's really only played one playoff game before. Maybe two? Well, because he played with the Niners, so he's in, he's at three. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm thinking pre... Uh, oh, you think it pre... I think it's one. I'm thinking Panthers. Hold yeah, on, give I'm me not one second. considering give, last year. Give me one year. second. I'm going to pull it up for you. But last year, him in the Eagles game, when he scored that touchdown after Brock went down, was like the angriest crazy run. Oh, four, it's four games he's played. One with the Carolina Panthers, three with the Niners. Okay, yeah. I was thinking one with the Panthers. Yeah. Um, and that was what, 16? Uh, Cam? 17. 16, yeah. Super 17. Cam? Stop yeah, texting Devo, Cam. <laughs> apparently he didn't. Yeah, apparently. apparently he got, Devo got That trolled. was very funny. That was very funny. <laughs> was Devo also had the egg on his face. <laughs> no, so the funny. dude who sent the text who did the font. Yeah. If you don't know. The yeah. font's so funny. Yeah. Cam... Cam Instagram posts are all in this weird cryptic font. There's like some weird thing you can do with your phone when you like hold the letter down. Yeah. You know how you put like accent marks That's over right, yeah. There's some accent marks that are from like a language, an alien language or something. And the something I've never seen. Language. Yeah. So really good job by that troll to get Devo because even though a Devo got caught, it's it really funny. Yeah. But I mean, anyways, let's talk about Niners and in, in, into this week 18. So DMP for today. No McCaffrey, no Armstead, no Ambry Thomas who had hand surgery yesterday, who had a broken hand. But he'll be back that. for divisional. He'll be back for divisional. Ross Dwelly, uh, unlikely to play. Did not practice today. John Feliciano has a back injury. What's up with Jair? Jair Brown has a knee sprain still. Most likely not going to play this week, but he'll be fine for, for the playoffs. Uh, Tachon Gibson also has a quad strain. Likely not to play this week as well, but we'll, we'll go for the playoffs. And Elijah Mitchell was a DMP today with an illness. He'll be fine. Yeah. So uh, Good news, though. I have good news for you. Juwan Jennings and Jalen Moore Thank God. were limited today. Okay, we got to talk about Juwan on a personal level. We do. That dude's been in concussion protocol for like... Two and a half weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Like It's a lot. Long time. Dude, that's scary. That is terrifying. But he's li- li- That makes today. me think... Just I got a little conspiracy theory. Uh-oh. Uh, so like... No. It just makes me think they push quarterbacks to get through the concussion protocol or star players faster. Because Juwan's not a star. It's fair. They kept him out. Like, I don't know the severity of this. So, again, conspiracy crazy theory, but, like, yes. they're keeping him out for so long, and you usually see a guy back within a week or so from a concussion. Yeah, they miss one game. Yeah. Back, yeah. So, it makes me think that, like, oh, they don't need him as much, and they would never say that. No one would ever say that. No. But, I don't know. I really hope it's not here's that my only bad. Push- it scares me. Here's my only pushback. CJ Stroud, I believe, missed two games with a concussion this year. Okay. He came back. Yeah. So, again, concussions are brain injuries. They are case-to-case so situations. Scary. And for Juwan to be out two weeks is very much a cause for concern. Thankfully, he was limited today in practice. I don't think he has cleared the protocol yet, but he is limited enough to practice and be limited. Jalen Moore, I believe, was supposed to practice in limited. I did not know you could practice without being cleared. You can. For you, co- protocol. You can go through, like, diff- different motions. Being cleared is kind of being cleared for, like, contact. Being cleared for, That's like, full practice. That's crazy, yeah. But you can go through walkthrough and stuff. Okay. You just can't be hit. That's why they wear the blue yeah. non-contact. Yeah. 
Um, Jalen Moore was supposed to practice on the day. He did not, apparently, so he might still be in the protocol, might be out another week, which might be why Trent plays a little bit this week because of just overall depth stuff. But Matt Pryor, their backup tackle, would play uh, primarily in this game, Week 18, against the Rams. We're running out of time here. Uh, uh, well, there's the one more thing I want to do. Oh, go for the it. The preview. Okay, so preview. I guess we'll give a score. Um, I'm just going to say the Rams win this one. <laughs> wow, I love it. 23-18. Who cares? Doesn't Ni- matter. Niners twenty four seventeen. Okay, great. Anyways, uh, yeah, don't doesn't matter. I really don't think guys are gonna play. Uh, Meal thinks some more guys are gonna play than I think, but who cares? Whatever. Super Bowl time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Niners go. Niners are getting people back, including Ray McLeod, who was opened his practice yeah. window today, and George Odom is working back to practicing right now. All right, give me your most. Oh, well, I'll give you mine so you can think about it. But I'm gonna give you my most underrated player of the regular season for the 49ers. Wow, okay. John Feliciano. Well, that's a great shout. Because he's played all over the interior of the line. Yeah, man. He's stepped in in big moments, and arguably he's been better for the guys he's stepping in for is what it feels like. It's that's really hard for me as a, uh, I don't know if I'm a casual, I'm not an analyst, whatever I am, just a guy who loves the Niners, mm-hmm. to judge a lineman and how good they are. I think you have to be... Um, I never played lineman. I'm not a big guy. No. I was a receiver. Me uh, I so I don't understand the ins and outs and the the criticalness of of, of footwork and um, the chemistry between each other. But from what I've seen happen, John Feliciano is my guy for stepping up when it matters the most and just filling in for the team. And I remember they signed him in the off season. I was like, great. Didn't know if he's going to be starter or what his role is going to be. Um, He's just been he's been fantastic as yeah. that inside guard. So shout out center, to Feliciano. Left center, guard, yeah. right all over yeah. the interior have been fantastic. Yeah. So, I have some stats for you actually on John Feliciano. Drop them. Good ones. Per PFF, um, John Feliciano has a ninety one point eight run blocking grade since week fourteen. That's the highest amongst guards in the NFL. And then according, That's crazy. Uh, that guy's coming off the bench. And then according to David Lombardi, since week ten is PFF grades in run blocking, fourth out of fifty seven among guards since week ten. Um, and then, which is the bye week, obviously, for the Niners. Mm-hmm. And then in pass blocking, 22 of 57. So above average pass blocker and one of the best at run blocking since week 10 for John Feliciano, gotcha. who is on a one year, $2.25 million deal. Uh, Niners, go re sign him in the offseason. Yeah, for he sure. He should be starting. Give Burr for more time to develop. He's second year going into a third well, year. We got the draft offseason. I know uh, linemen, I think offensive it's linemen gonna, it's are very be, scarce. I think center is going to be a real spot for them to improve with Jake Brendel. Well, let's. Uh, I don't even want to. It's too early to talk yeah, about that. Too early. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, you have an underrated regular season. I underrated regular season guy. Someone who flew under the radar. Yeah. Ambry Thomas. Okay. I know he's been struggling a little bit the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I get Ambry, I get pretty mad at Ambry and Demo. But there were those a, two. You know what? Let me change it then. Fine. Demo. No, no, that's fine. You can pick. Don't don't pick because I change. No, but I, I I was trying to like do a good. I was kind of coming up on the fly. It's either Ambry or Demo. Frankly, it's a secondary. The Niners secondary in the second half of the season has been the underrated one for me. Traverius has been good, but he was supposed to especially be especially in the second. He was supposed half. to be this guy. Yeah, Diallo Lenore becoming a actual lockdown slot guy has been so critical for this Niners team. I don't know about lockdown. He's been he's been good. excellent. He's been excellent. Can we get a PFF on a? I'm working on it. <laughs> he has been excellent. My laptop's dead, dude. Hold on. Those two are just like sometimes they're awesome. Sometimes they're not so awesome. They remind me of Carlos Rogers and Terrell Brown. 71.9 overall grade this season. Uh, he is third amongst cornerbacks and tackles at 66 solo this year. Um, 
fourth in targets. They target him a lot, yes, but he's very good at tackling. And Isaiah Oliver was kind of supposed to be that guy, that tackling guy. And he was guy. not and very good. Not and very they moved good. Demo into the slot, allowed Amber to go outside at their natural positions, and Demo has been fantastic for them in the slot. Yeah. Fantastic um, o- overall for them. Really good elevation for a third-year guy, and a guy who was taken in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. They didn't expect a, t- a ton from. Um, it was a Pac-12 guy, played Brandon Ayuk in college, actually. Um but Diamador Lenore has been a big part of why the secondary has gotten better. Same with Jair Brown, but also a good... I know he had up and downs as well, too. But these are young players stepping in for veterans. And yeah. they've been playing well. Yeah, it and helps so, when you have so much talent around you, too. And so, it <laughs> it does. But they've been banged up. They've been banged up, uh, even on the defensive line without Eric Armstead. Ambry Thomas, 71.5 grade this year. Okay. Ambry Thomas. Both Ambry and Diamador Lenore have my, my, my underrated guys all season. Just for their stepping up, especially in the second half of the season, stepping up and making sure that secondary has gotten better, which they are second in the NFL in takeaways. Okay. I would have accepted uh, Eric Armstead, too. As your he answer. hasn't played enough games. Okay. I just would have accepted it. I, but, anyways, how we got to get. How starter be underrated? We got to end. Oh. How could a starter be underrated? So, Juwan Jennings would be a good one. Juwan Jennings would be a great one. That's why I had Amber. I'm giving it to Ross Dwelly for his blocking. <laughs> Ross no, I already, awesome. gave, I already gave anyway, it. Anyway. I do like her. Anyways, we, we got to get out of here, We got to go. Niners-Rams this week. Me and Nate both. Me, Nate thinks the Rams are going to win. I think the Niners are going to win. I think they're going to be 12. And so I don't. Or, it doesn't matter, though. I'm not rooting. It's nothing like that. Okay? We yeah. got to be careful. It's not that I'm thinking. He's, I'm changing it. Niners win 50 to 10. He's, door, he's not door in the dark side, everyone. 15 to 10. Niners will be 13 and 4. Never one seen the playoffs. We'll be back next week live. I believe Tuesday next week uh, we'll work out. We'll, we hope, I don't know if the Kings play or what. We'll have to check. Take priority. But we will have a live show next week, so stay tuned in that. And if not, check out Return of the Empire on Sackdown Sports and all Sackdown Sports content at sackdownsports.com. Appreciate you all. Happy holidays. Go Niners. Week 18. And then into the postseason.